morning everybody it's wednesday the 20th of april and it's world banana day and a big happy birthday to jessica lance george takai andy circuit and miranda kerr Tuesday saw another Boris Johnson apology in the House of Commons as the aftermath of the first fine for Partygate rolls on. On the 12th of April, I received a fixed penalty notice relating to an event in Downing Street on the 19th of June 2020. I paid the fine immediately and I offered the British people a full apology. And I take this opportunity on the first available sitting day to repeat my wholehearted apology to the House. He also denied misleading the House in his previous statements, but will now have to face a vote on Thursday to see if his behaviour should be referred to a parliamentary committee. Knowingly misleading Parliament is a resigning offence under government rules. However, barring a backbench rebellion, it's unlikely that the opposition will win the vote. Labour leader Keir Starmer was not holding back, though. What a joke. But the damage is already done. The public have made up their mind. They don't believe a word the Prime Minister says. They know what he is. Russia's new assault on Ukraine continued on Tuesday with heavy assaults by artillery leading to the fall of the Ukrainian city of Kremina, which had a population of about 18,000 people in the eastern Donbass region. Time appears to be running out for Ukrainian troops in Mariupol as Russia's issued another deadline for surrender and the Ukrainian Marine commanders pleaded for extraction to a safe location on Facebook as they're outnumbered 10 to 1. Ukrainian President Zelensky continued to call for more heavy weaponry and more sanctions on Russia on a call with European leaders. He also addressed the nation and said that Russia was effectively demilitarizing itself with every missile they fire as sanctions mean they won't be able to refill their arsenal. The Russian army is not slowing down the use of missiles against Ukraine. Ukraine. Although it should have realized it will be extremely difficult for it to restore the missile arsenal given even already imposed sanctions. There was some unexpected support too for Ukraine, as US media commentator and former United States Navy veteran Malcolm Nance, who had been working in Ukraine, announced that he's in fact signed up with Ukraine's foreign legion. The more I saw of the war going on, the more I thought, I'm done talking. So about a month ago, I joined the International Legion here in Ukraine, and I am here to help this country fight what essentially is a war of extermination. Home Secretary Priti Patel addressed the Commons on Tuesday to defend her plan to send refugees and asylum seekers to Rwanda. It came under fire from all sides, including from former Home Secretary and Prime Minister Theresa May. She said she couldn't vote for it on grounds of legality, practicality and efficiency, and she wanted to know more about the details and the risk that it would just serve to make matters worse. Does she not believe that this will not simply lead to an increase in the trafficking of women and children. Priti Patel refused to clarify the criteria for the scheme, claiming it was too sensitive information to share with the House. The Right Honourable Lady will know very, very well that actually it's that type of criteria that is used by the smuggling gangs to then effectively exploit various loopholes in our existing laws. Labour's shallow Home Secretary Yvette Cooper described the scheme as unworkable and unethical and says the Home Secretary hasn't been doing her job either. And there has been a total failure to crack down on criminal gangs that are at the heart of this problem. The prosecutions for human trafficking, for non-sexual exploitation, are down from 59 in 2015 to just two in 2020. Just two. 
While Boris apologises for parties during the early COVID-19 lockdowns, the disease hasn't gone away, with Australia reporting double the number of deaths so far in 2022 compared to the last two years. Now a new Omicron XE variant has emerged and the World Health Organization's Dr Maria von Kerhove says it's definitely more transmissible. Based on an initial analysis of available sequences, there's a slight growth advantage, about a 10% increase in transmissibility, not 10 times as has been reported by some. Just as the new variant emerged, a federal judge in the US overturned the CDC's mask mandate for travel, which led to this announcement mid-flight on a plane. The Biden administration announced that the Transportation Security Administration will no longer enforce the federal mandate requiring masks in all U.S. airports and onboard aircraft. Still to come on the Smart 7, Johnny Depp takes the stand and Camilla Cabello's under the spotlight. Right after this. Welcome back. Man United faced Liverpool on Tuesday night without Cristiano Ronaldo as the striker mourns the death of his newborn son. Fans from both sides paid their respects seven minutes into the game and Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp also had words of sympathy. All our thoughts from the moment on when we heard about it were with Cristiano and his family and I cannot even imagine how it must be and um, we really feel for him. On the pitch, Liverpool comfortably won 4-0 which puts them on top of the Premier League table for now at least. Man United's interim manager Ralph Ragnick had a pretty brutal assessment of where his team is at. They just showed what kind of calibre there are. Right now we are not up for it, we are not good enough to get points in a game like uh, against Liverpool. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's defamation trial was back in session in Virginia on Tuesday. He's suing her over an article in the Washington Post where she described herself as a victim of domestic abuse. And she's counter-suing him, of course. He took to the stand for the first time on Tuesday to say he's never hit a woman and described his own upbringing and the abuse he suffered at the hands of his mother. She was quite violent and she was quite cruel. There was physical abuse, which could be in the form of an ashtray being flung at you, hit you in the head or... You'd get beat with a high heel shoe or a telephone or whatever's handy. Now that the worst of the pandemic's passed, there's nowhere to hide anymore for poor innocent celebrities who are being swept into James Corden's Range Rover and forced to sing for their supper. His latest guest, possibly on her way home from Coachella, was Camilla Cabello. And not only did she have to sing, somewhat weirdly, there was also a guy with a lie detector in the back seat. So James wanted to know all the details about Camilla's romantic life since her breakup with Shawn Mendes. Since becoming single... I don't know why I said yes to this. Have you slid romantically into any DMs? I'll say... Okay, I'll say no. I'll say no on the on the technicality. That's a lie. <laughs> this has been the Smart Seven. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Have a great day. Written, produced, and published by Daft Doris. <laughs>